On this feast of St. Joseph the Worker, dear friends, it's most appropriate to thank you for your prayers and your support of our Shrine Rebuilding Project. I invite you to keep in contact through the website for this project, shrinelandmark.org, where you can see pictures of our progress. Uh, this past week, we've been able to clear out most of the church from all the fire debris, so that this week the engineers can enter into the space and investigate those trusses and see just how to make the drawings for the new steel and the new uh, roofing system. So please continue your prayers, and we thank you for your support. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Many people think that work is a necessary evil. However, today's Feast of St. Joseph the Worker reminds us that work is providentially part of God's plan. In the book of Genesis, God entrusted man with the work of caring for creation. And this work was agreeable and gratifying in the beginning. But because of the disobedience of original sin, this work became difficult. Because of sin, work became laborious at the sweat of the human brow. And yet, the Son of God made man. He came to participate in this human reality of hard work. And Jesus did so alongside his foster father, St. Joseph. The family life of Nazareth shows how work can become a way to express love of God. This charity in doing the daily work of our vocation is what can make us saints. So the next time you are working overtime on a big project, when you are caring for the little ones, amid the multitasking, the commutes in Chicago traffic, Amid the laundry piles and the dirty dishes, remember that work is not a necessary evil. But love transforms work so that we workers can be pleasing to God and worthy to share in the eternal reward, which is life with God in heaven. And this love which transforms work this love is the fruit of grace. Beyond the work of daily life in this world, there is the supernatural work of grace. The work of Jesus and Joseph goes far beyond the workshop. Remember, Jesus said that, I must work the works of him that sent me. So Jesus was sent by the Father for, div for divine work, divine work in souls. And this divine work is much more than just an attempt to make this earth a better place. But Jesus' work is to bring souls into the eternal city of God in heaven. In the Gospels, Jesus meets people where they are. He goes to the tax collector. He goes to the sick and the needy. But then he lifts them up to his Father. He doesn't just leave them there where they are. 
Jesus' work of grace in their souls moves them to repentance, to conversion. And then he uplifts these souls to the love of the Father and true charity for neighbor. So so in imitation of Jesus today, the work of the church is not mere philanthropy. The church is to meet people where they are. Yes, just like Jesus did. Working to feed the poor, to educate, to help the sick and the needy. But this important mission of the church goes far beyond mere humanitarian dimensions. But like Jesus, the church is seeking above all, seeking to bring souls to God the Father. As members of the church, our work is to edify our neighbor through prayer and the good example of virtue. The spiritual work seeks conversions to the Catholic faith. This work encourages souls to make the sacrifices of living a moral life, which frees us from the slavery of selfishness. Living a moral life, no matter what anyone else in the world might say. So this spiritual work sometimes involves difficult but necessary conversations about right and wrong, but always in a tone of charity and encouragement. This work means standing up for Christ and his morality, even when no one else is doing it. It does little good for us to make people's bodies comfortable in this world if we do not work to help their souls to reach heaven in the world to come. And for this spiritual work, St. Joseph is a marvelous example. We celebrate St. Joseph the worker not because he was a carpenter, but because, as a carpenter, he was an exemplary father. He was a wonderful husband, a holy husband, who did God's work for souls. St. Joseph was a true worker because he was a man of daily prayer and meditation. He knew how to keep silent in order to converse with God in his heart. St. Joseph knew how to give good example to others because foremost, he was a good example of prayer. So St. Joseph shows us that work is not reduced to mere human activity. Work is not just doing visible things. Work that we see outwardly is merely the fruits of the interior work of prayer and grace in our souls. So our primary mission as Catholics is the prayerful adoration of God. That prayer which our patron, St. Benedict, calls the work of God. So our work begins here at the altar. It goes out to the people to meet them where they are, but ultimately brings people back to the altar, back here to God. And when we are doing the work of God in prayer, then we can be truly helpful to our neighbor in charity. 
Prayer is really the ultimate work. And through our prayer, if we are truly praying, then the souls we encounter each day will be brought closer to God and they will be made thus more joyful and more peaceful. Jesus said, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he hath sent. So the only true and lasting work in this life on earth is the work for our sanctification. Let us work to become holy in imitation of St. Joseph. And thus, this world will become a better place in preparation for the heavenly life in the world to come. And we, as a shrine family, we have been given a very large task of rebuilding our home church. And this work is not just about bricks and mortar. It's not just about raising money. But it is fundamentally a spiritual work of God. This project is the occasion to make people more aware of God in our godless society. It's a moment for us to reach out to others, to invite them into the spiritual family of the Catholic Church. Rebuilding our shrine is also an exercise for us, a spiritual exercise to become more holy. We are called to practice patience, to exercise the virtue of perseverance, and to grow in confidence of God who will provide for us. So ultimately, this task of rebuilding has been given us, given to us by God as an opportunity, an opportunity for our greater sanctification. And faced with this work, we must imitate St. Joseph. We must become men and women of deeper prayer so that we can truly be Workers, spiritual workers doing the work of God in this world. While we are working for our project, while we are working to spread awareness of our shrine, while we are taking those brochures and giving them to people who might be able to help us in this endeavor, let us most importantly be praying. Let us be asking God through the intercession of St. Joseph, not only for the funds we need to complete this project. Let's ask not only for the guidance and the safety and the help needed by our construction crew, but let us also be praying that through the intercession of St. Joseph, this project may bring more souls to convert to Christ that more people will enter our Shrine family, that more people will come closer to heaven through this rebuilding project. And for these intentions, we ask you today to please pray each day the prayer to St. Joseph by St. Francis de Sales, that wonderfully efficacious prayer which we already prayed throughout the month of March, that we pray already each day each Wednesday here at the Shrine for the last several years, 
That prayer to St. Joseph by St. Francis de Sales, which is on the prayer cards available at the entrance to the chapel. So let us imitate St. Joseph as spiritual workers in the vineyard of the church. And let us have great confidence asking St. Joseph for all the help we need, the monetary as well as the spiritual help we need, so that through his powerful intercession, we may one day become worthy to receive that reward which befits true spiritual workers in this world, that heavenly reward where we will join St. Joseph in seeing and enjoying the divine presence of Christ, our holy infant King. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.